0: hello hello hi and welcome to all our hearts and minds thank you again for tuning in we're here to discuss all things that have been on our hearts and minds the good the bad the concerning and uplifting or just straight talk we're your hosts Kimmy our passionate heart yeah and me Jeanette our mind and chronic overthinker let's get into it
1: yes please yes 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 okay Mm -hmm. new
0: episode new episode here um had some technical difficulties getting into this today Ah. but all good. Let me let me not shame. Let me not shame. No, no. It's
1: not even me, though. Like, I don't care. It's not even, it's
0: even you? Me. It's not even me. She, okay, she's going to blame her child, but we'll keep yeah, it moving. Yeah, we'll put, put it on the kid. Put it, gonna... Okay. will put it on
1: the child.
0: Outside of that, um, let's just start with our checkup, see how things are. Um, how, how have you been? How was the week? I know. How's married life? So many new what? things. It's fall. Yeah, right? It's the My season
1: life. of change. Um, yeah, what's been up? Well, so far, so good. You know, married life is not too bad. Um, it's a little crowded in our, you know, what, 1,200 square feet <laughs> apartment. <laughs> but um, we're in the process of looking for another home. And mm. that's been taking over a lot of our time and thoughts. But got to get it done. But overall, like, you know, he's really helpful and stuff. So... You know, having him around, not, we love him, but having him around is, it's helpful. It's helpful. Yeah, of Um, course. Having another person to help with everything. Uh, But, you know, overall, the week has been good. Um, Work has been, you know, work. Work. Work is work. (laughs) Right? Everybody's got to do it. So, (laughs) other than that, I mean, I can't complain. It was a good week. How about your week? How was it? It was actually, it was pretty good. Um,
0: did, was there any? Oh, uh, okay. I have a story. But before we get into my week, I was going to ask, you know, for our listeners, you're in the process, like you said, you're looking for a new place. And we know the housing market is crazy right now. So actually, if yeah. you, you could briefly let our listeners know, anybody's thinking, you know, educate them, anybody who's thinking of looking, buying, renting, whatever, like what's going on in Toronto? Like what's what's experience been like for you?
1: Well, so far uh, it is a really expensive place to live Mm. Um, and not a lot of room to do better, to go forward. You kind of, you know, have to have multiple jobs to really uh, do bigger and better things for yourself. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. like, you know, me and Rodney, we make, you know, pretty good income. And Mm -hmm. if we were anywhere else, we would be balling out of control. You'd you would be good anywhere else, but here in yeah. Toronto and surrounding areas, it's expensive and uh, the market itself is damn near ridiculous. Yeah, there's so not like, enough what are the inventory. prices? What
0: what are the prices you're seeing? Are seeing that are well? It's a top level. Who,
1: the prices I I feel are ridiculous for what you're actually getting. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I was telling you one that was around twelve hundred square feet, and they were charging mm-hmm. I think thirty nine hundred dollars, damn, um, almost damn. four grand for about twelve hundred square feet. So Ooh. I don't pay that, and I have twelve hundred square feet right now, and uh, it's it, it it's it's ridiculous. It's
0: much. It's definitely much.
1: much, right? Like it's not a renters market let's just Mm. say that it's not a renter's market, but it's very hard to break into the industry and buy a home. Um, And I I do want to mention that it's the inventory that controls the market. Whenever there's a plethora of houses, you'll notice, you know, rent prices will drop significantly because there's Mm -hmm. a plethora, but when there's a high demand and very little inventory, it's like a fighting war. Uh, mm. To get a property, and so with that known, a lot of people are charging a ridiculous amount of money for not very much. You know, I mean, I'm realistic in my thoughts on this real estate industry, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think everybody else is because <laughs> thirty nine hundred dollars for twelve hundred square feet is not a lot. You're you're. It's almost a box. It's a little bit bigger than. No, a box. yeah, I, I, and you have
0: a, a small family at the minimum. At minimum, there's three of you. Maybe sometimes there's going to be four of you. So that's oh, like exactly. only a little bit bigger than. That's only a little bit bigger than my place, right?
1: Um, that's and what so I'm that saying. now, putting
0: two more people. That's in there, a mortgage.
1: But, that's a mortgage for a ooh, full house. That's more right? than
0: a mortgage,
1: <laughs> right? It, it's ridiculous, and so you know they need to build, they need to build, we need to build as much as we can. um, So that hopefully in the next couple of years, it, you know, we won't face a serious recession because Mm -hmm. everybody's speculating on that. And you know, whenever you, it's kind of already here. Well, it, well, technically, right. Mm -hmm. It's here, but the higher ups in economy don't want to No, they're trying to curtail it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're not, you know, they're not giving you the full scoop, but, um, you know, I have lots of family and friends that are within the industry and have mm-hmm. told me expect a hike in the interest rates in the next two yeah. or three years. And what I was told was a 35% increase.
2: Mm. That's
1: what I was told. Um, I hope that's not the case. <laughs> because you know people who are trying to break into the industry, it's going to be even harder. Yeah. Um because you have to be able to qualify. That's yeah, it.
0: You need to qual. Qualifying is really really hard, but okay, well yeah, I just wanted to yeah you to share your experience because I know it's but we have a unique. Hope is alive.
1: Hope is alive. Oh yeah, like,
0: you're going to get a place.
1: That's hope without is a doubt. They're out and there. It's just harder, and you have we, to be uh, patient.
0: Yeah, just have patience. You'll definitely get what you want. Everybody else does eventually. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so my week was pretty good. The only thing that was stressing me this week is that um, I had unfortunately had an accident with my laptop. The mm-hmm. on on the Monday, it just I have a carpet in front of my bed, which has saved me many times when my drop my. It's not the first time I've dropped my laptop, but this Mm-mm. time it said not today, not what? today, Jeanette. Again. And I think the only difference today was that time on Monday was that uh, it was open. So it fell back and it was open on the screen. And oh. so I opened it. It's, again, this laptop has been pretty good. The MacBook, MacBook Pro, uh, it's an old model. It's even an old model MacBook Pro. I don't know if it's because it's old and hard and heavy, why it lasted so long. But mm-hmm. I've dropped it many times and it's been fine. And it just it had its last day. So it was fully working, but the screen was gone. So I kind of had to plug it into my monitor to to use to edit the last week's episode. But I'm like, I need to edit the episode. What am I gonna do? And
2: Mm-mm. I tried everything.
0: Was on YouTube. It was like this is so annoying. And then I'm like, you know what? It's funny enough. Maybe I jinxed myself because that same weekend, that Sunday, the day before, I was telling my sister that I kind of want to get a upgrade because mine's is pretty old and it's so heavy. It's a good laptop. Nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it, but I just want a more lighter and uh, you know compact uh, thing to use and next day there's something dropped and the screen was gone that led to me going to the apple store thinking to myself my ignorant self on thursday after work i work downtown so i'm like oh let me go to Eaton center they have an apple store listen mm-hmm. the madness this is what I, the madness and i know the apple store is always popular because people like to browse and play i know but i was just like what and the store is massive this is downtown mm-hmm. toronto I'm like you meet, and they have all these workers here. I'm like, there's not one person that can help me. I know what I want. I just want you guys to go on the back and get my laptop, and so I could purchase this thing and leave. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to do no nothing. I know what I'm getting myself into. And the guy that helped me was like, well, we don't have any of the one I wanted. A specific one. There's a new midnight black Air Mac- MacBook Air that I want, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, last, are you kidding me? Last night, I literally specifically came here because last night I looked online and said you guys had it. Anyway, long story short, I ended up having to drive to Yorkdale
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. in traffic,
0: which is like 30 mm-hmm. minutes plus 30 minutes plus in traffic. And I went to go pick it up in Yorkdale and I got it. And but I say all of this to say, is there a recession? Because the way these people were up in the Apple store, people There's must have time. money. People must have money because the way they were up in the Apple store, boy.
1: Let me tell you. (laughs) You know, I think people who do have money right now are one of two people. Either they're the jobs that could work from home
2: Mm -hmm. or they're the
1: jobs that are in high demand. Mm. Because I've noticed that, that, you know, everywhere I go, they're hiring. Mm
2: -hmm. Everywhere.
1: Uh, It could be to the subway (laughs) and they're hiring. Everywhere I go. However, you know, if you are somebody you know, that is going from one industry to another, unless you got in when it was good, like unless you made that career switch, like if you mm-hmm. went from construction to delivering food. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, you got in when it was good and was a high demand for people delivering food. Yeah, exactly. So you can yes. be balling right now, you know? <laughs> um, but those who didn't switch a career choice or, you know, decided to supplement their income in another way. Yeah, there's suffering going on. Um, I don't know. But, because yeah,
0: but, <laughs> but I'm, seeing, I mean, I'm sure know, there's people who are like, anytime there's a recession, there's all, there's going to be a, a particular group. I hate to say, but you know, we, there's always going to be a particular group, usually middle class, lower to middle class, that is more affected than everybody else. Every, every class is affected, but I mm-hmm. would say... Disproportionately it's the lower to lower mid mid middle class households that might be affected by mm-hmm. a, a recession.
1: But well, well I was just mm-hmm. middle middle class people are what runs the economy.
0: Of course. Period yeah. in
1: blank. Because children take from the economy through child mm-hmm. here in Canada at least, through child tax benefits and so on. And when you're really old, now you're taking from the system through your pension. So mm-hmm. the people who are in the middle who are, I would say between the ages of 25 to like 50, okay, are the ones, they're the ones that are keeping the economy going. And of those people, if you are a middle-class person, you're the one getting the brunt of everything. So you're the one that gets the most taxes taken out, you know, of your check. Um, you're the one that pays the highest tax uh uh property taxes mm-hmm. you know uh cuz usually if you're older most people either own their home or are about to own their home you know and all they really have to pay is the little piece of more uh property taxes
2: mm-hmm.
1: but when you're paying a mortgage and property taxes it can get really you know um a lot. So it's the middle <laughs> class that really runs the economy. We're the ones that dictate the economy because we're the ones that are working. We're the ones that are, you know, not taking as much from our social system. So, you know, I mean, we gotta pay yeah. for granny. You know, we gotta pay yeah, for we granny.
0: Do. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, so long story short. I went through the Ringma to get my laptop because normal people would say, Jeanette, why don't you just order online? Why did you put yourself through that? Because it would have taken a whole week. I wasn't trying to go without my laptop for a whole week. And my work laptop is annoying to use. So, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, try to keep it separate, but anyway, got a new one up and running functioning week was otherwise pretty good though.
1: Um, I'm just glad I was- you got one.
0: Yeah, I got one. It
1: wasn't a black order kind of situation.
0: Ooh, it almost was, girl. It almost was, and I was committed to getting this. Mm -hmm. I was committed to getting this color. I could have got one downtown, but I want. They have the MacBook Airs have this new midnight midnight blue or midnight black color and it's oh, nice. me being so obsessed once I make up my mind about something it's it that's what I want yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm getting and even the guy at the store was like yeah we have the space gray but you know if you want I'm like yeah well I'm gonna spend as much money and it's gonna be the color I want
1: I'm good right? I'll go to Yorkdale yeah. <laughs> it should be you know but it's worth it because you got it you found it which is good you know yeah, that's half I- the I- battle
0: <laughs> that was half that was it was a battle boy but yeah Mm-mm. so
1: let's jump into
0: our headlines
1: yorkdale. um oh, tell you would have find me in a yorkdale year anyway yeah yes. but you know what
0: <laughs> it's, you know what remember yorkdale is hell during like prime shopping season but this was like a thursday evening it was wow. like after like after 7 30 like almost eight o'clock it was actually dead believe it or not it was for dead <laughs> for mm-hmm. inside the mall, like the parking lot is always packed, but um, inside the mall was, I would call it dead. So much. Des- oh, the designer. We know that your deal is our designer mall for those mm-hmm. listening. The Balenciaga. Well, I would say Eaton
1: Center. Eaton Center.
0: Mm, Kim, no. That's who I thought, but no. I'm- Eaton doesn't really? have some of these stores. Well, you know what? The I designers- haven't
1: been in years. Haven't you been haven't been either. in years.
0: I mean, they might have a handful, but I think it's t- high, high end designer stuff is in Yorkdale. Like, like they all have storefronts. I believe we'll
1: it. Pay- I believe it. Yeah. And I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a security reason.
0: Them. Yeah. And I think it's a, a, a security reason not to have it downtown. Like here is a little bit Yorkdale is a little bit more suburban. Like he has close to the hood, but Right. Every, you better believe every one of the high-end stores have security at the front door, and you can't just walk yeah. in. Better
1: believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: so, but yeah, anyway, that was my excursion. So into the headlines. So we'll start with the biggest news that hit us this week. Miss Queen Elizabeth II has passed away at the age mm-hmm. of 96. And uh, like I said, what's interesting was I heard the news in the morning. They were saying that the queen was sickly. I'm like this. The queen gets sick every once in a while, so mm-hmm. you know I know that, and that is news. We normally do get news when the the queen is sick, so that wasn't alarming either. But I was shocked when they later that afternoon I heard people in the office buzzing around that the queen was dead, and I was like, wait a minute, I thought she was sick, right? But I guess the clue was right? when they were where. I guess <laughs> I guess the clue is. When they were talking about it in the morning news, they did mention that her sons were came to her side. So, I guess that should have been a sign to me to know
1: yep. that things were, we're not usually looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> usually the sign. Yeah. Yeah, go on. We're going to mm-hmm. talk
0: about this in our workout in the episode, but, you know, it, it, she was a big figure to the world, you know r.i.p. we thought she was you know we thought she was gonna go i thought she was gonna make it to 100 to be all honest but her husband did die last year and typically couples who've been married that long one goes the other one not not too long before the other one follows but yeah Mm -hmm. what were you gonna say
1: well um what i was gonna say was that you know she's 96 years old so i kind of expected Mm. her to be sickly so when i heard that i was like yeah okay listen Queen Victoria, she don't play. She's tough as rocks. So she's going to she's gonna get past this. She's going to bounce back. And then we're not going to hear nothing about it. But lo and behold, it never goes so. Two twos, she's dead. I'm like, what? What happened? Like, I thought <laughs> she was going to bounce back, you know, with her 96-year-old yeah. self. I thought she was going to bounce back. But it didn't mm-hmm. go so. But uh, as you said, we are going to, you know, go deeper into that later I guess yeah okay
0: so next up on the headlines that came up popped up on my timeline was 50 cent going in on another woman another black woman not that he discriminates uh little hmm. Kim hmm. and he started <laughs> and nothing new with him going after people but um I guess she must have had a lyric she did a new song she jumped on the Megan's song "Plan B" the remix, and there's a quote in there where she says in the in the song, "I'm gonna quote nigga use a bitch. Your father's a bitch. Your brother's a bitch. Keep acting like this, and your son's gonna be a bitch. Niggas think they users, but they useless." And the song is about ex, like, you know, if I, the context of the song is talking about like relationships, your ex boyfriend or ex husband, whatever you want to call it. So, Megan's song Plan B, it's talking about, you know, an ex. And so she's coming on, and it, I think Kim, I never got that context. And so, um, 50 must have made a post and said something about, pretty much alluded that she was talking about Nikki's family and her son. He's like, "Hey, yo, Nikki, come roast, sup- come roast this girl or something, right?" And then mm-hmm. he ha- he posted a picture of an owl beside Lil' Kim in her BT award Prada outfit, <laughs> which, it's it's funny. This is bad, but it's funny. And then he pre- pretty much said something about her child because if you've seen pictures of Lil' yeah, Kim's child, yeah, he came child- for the
1: baby. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, like, and he did something
0: about something like worry about your child's eye or something like that um i was yeah, trying to because, find the actual uh mm-hmm. little
1: kim's baby her daughter has a mm-hmm. it's it's nothing wrong with her eyeball it's that she has a mm-hmm. smaller eye than the like one eye is smaller than mm-hmm. the other that's it that's all she can see you know um yeah yeah she can see yeah so, oh yeah, yeah, so I found the post that he
0: made. He said, You better light her ass up. He he tags Nicki Minaj and says, You better light her ass up. I'm watching. She said something about the baby. Her baby eye fucked up. LOL emoji. 50. Oh. Anyway, so he posts <sighs> that. <laughs> and then Lil Kim comes back. Clap back. Um, yes.
1: Would comes back and great. says something.
0: She said a few things, but she kept it classy. She had a classy clap back and she called out 50s girlfriend right now. I don't know if he's married to her, but I think whoever 50s with right now, beautiful woman, Cuban links. And she's like, you're a smart lady, you know, you know, pretty much stopped dating this guy. And he came back because he's just mad. I never went on, on a date with him how many years ago when he was interested in her and something to that effect. But I bring this all up to be, like, when will it stop for 50? Like, 50, you are damn near 50. Like, yeah. <laughs> like why? Like, I get it. Like, he's used this to be, like, his quote-unquote beefs have been helpful in marketing and his business and his career and his brands. But, like, really, really, this is too much. This is too much.
1: Right? Well, here's what I have to say to Fifty: Stop coming for the black woman, because now I'm right? starting to feel like you are anti-black woman. You know what I mean? Like you have a real aggression towards black women, and and I want to be specific that yeah, he'll come for anybody. He will. Yeah, because he but did. Go after Madonna. I I noticed. Right. R- okay. I've noticed <laughs> that when he comes hard, he comes mm-hmm. harder at black women than anybody else for some particular mm. reason 50 you're a brilliant man why are you dealing why are you putting yourself in this position why are you coming for this woman's child i see your own relationship with your own son and how damaged that is so i can see that you're not you know you don't rock with kids you know what i mean
2: mm-hmm. but
1: to come for this woman's child really all of that for what if you took offense to what was said, it's because that's a reflection of your inabilities that you are projecting. Nobody mm-hmm. is projecting that onto you. That wasn't about you. None of the lyrics had your name throughout it. And if you feel salty, then I think that's a that's a moment of self-reflection, not to attack mm-hmm. this woman, um but one thing in Little Kim's comment that is very true, is from the beginning of this woman's career, people have disrespected little Kim yeah. from day yeah. one. And they come for her neck 24-7 all the time. And it's it's she's right. She is mm-hmm. the most disrespected woman in the game. Why? I don't know. If she wants to change her face, that's her business. It's not your face. If she wants to change her color because of her own, you know, internal dialogue about her skin, that's not your business. Leave the woman alone. Like, I don't understand. And to be quite honest, Kim has, she could have backlashed on 50 in so many different ways, but she kept it classy. And one consistent thing she's done in her career is always kept it classy against the haters. When she wants to come raw, she puts it on wax. Okay. She puts it in her music, you know, Mm -hmm. um, which I feel is a a therapeutic way of dealing with it instead of coming for people's children. 50. I need you to go worry about your son. That's what I need Hmm. you to do. The one that looks just like you walking around here. Yeah. Him. You need to go worry about your son. Um, lastly, you need it. You really need to sit down with your mommy issues. Cause you got a lot of mommy issues, 50. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's so in your face that you can't, we can't hide it. We can't deny it. It's in our face. You got mommy issues. Okay. I know your mom, you know, sold drugs, was doing all sorts of things that she shouldn't have done, but that doesn't give you the right to take it out on every other black mother out there. It just doesn't. So what I need you to do is take a tall, tall glass of shut the fuck up. That's what you need to do. I don't like you right now, 50, because you're very divisive and I don't like it. You don't need to, we already have enough separation between black man and black woman. We don't need you to come and make it popular. We don't need you to put flame to it we don't we, we, we really don't so go sit down someplace and furthermore Nicki minaj is not your your pit bull okay she's not your pit bull. right yeah if she to address it she would but she obviously didn't see a damn thing wrong with it and lastly whenever you see black woman getting along in this industry there's always a 50 cent to try to tear it apart Because they've been trying, since Nicki Minaj came out and started popping, to compare her to Lil' Kim. They have tried to set them, uh, you know, uh, against each other. Mm -hmm. And they did set them against each other. For the longest. But now we have two women who have squashed the nonsense and are doing greatness together. And here we come. Mr. 50 Cent, okay, just go think of an episode for power. Like, I need you to go do something other than go on the internet and bash black women. I really do. Deal with your mommy issues. Go sit down with your son. Have a good old funky time with him. You know, like, really find something else to do.
0: Okay. And so, going from there, we're going to jump into a big story that came out during the long Labor Day weekend in Canada. I mean, I saw this even in the US news talking about the mass murder in Saskatchewan by two I believe they were brothers they have the same last name so I believe they were brothers um yeah they're brothers in Saskatchewan Canada on a or close to a native or aboriginal reserve or community they are also part of the community and I believe from what I've read that they were recently released from jail I think that's I some of the understanding that I got since that story has come out First of all, 10 people were stabbed to death and uh, multiple people were injured. And it started with um, them stealing, I don't know, trying to break into somebody's house. But I'm gathering for from what I've, read, what I've read that, you know, they were probably not well coming out of jail recently
2: mm-hmm. and
0: have since been both been found dead. So one was found dead and the one and and this week they arrested the other one and shortly after that he died from um complications uh well they didn't say health complications. That's how they described it. Um and so very interesting. AKA they beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Go on. Yeah, yeah, something, <laughs> yeah. Like that's like what the heck? How the hell no, <laughs> like, you beat the shit I'm out trying of him? To- he
1: died. What happened, yeah?
0: yeah I mean, that's what I feel like uh, because I'm I'm trying to find the exact wording that they used, um, in the article because they said, uh, yeah, they found him, found them, and the one was found dead. And they said that it wasn't self inflicted, but they haven't obviously described what that was. I'm like, did, did he kill himself? I was thinking that they want he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said his injuries were not believed to be self-inflicted, so that's what they said. But they, the other one was found arrested, and then he went into medical emergency, and they could not revive him. So both of these men have since died, Miles Sanderson and Damien Sanderson, and the senseless killing that that shocked the nation. Um, yeah, we don't have any answers, but nope, it's. But I, I have recently, yeah. Yeah, what's that? Mm -hmm.
1: My theory is, what the hell do you expect these Indian people to do? What do you expect Mm -hmm. them to do? We have pushed them out to the most remote remote parts of Canada. Mm -hmm. They still have places where they don't have indoor plumbing. There's no job opportunities. And they're trying to create a pipeline right through most of where they live. So what do you expect? Like, I'm not saying that taking anybody's life is okay. I think it's a sin. I don't think it's all right. I don't believe that they should have went about things the way that they did. But what do we expect? As you know, Native people, I've learned over the years about Native people, not just from the standpoint of textbooks and history, but they haven't had it easy and they're still in the fight. You know, like they're very much deep in the fight. They, there's Mm -hmm. no opportunities for them. There isn't, you know, um, suicide rates are high amongst native people. Alcoholism is high. Domestic abuse is high. Okay. They don't. So I'm not justifying, but, when I hear of these things happening, which is far in between here in Canada, where was their state of mind?
0: Oh, they're you know, clearly mentally ill.
1: Here <laughs> in all the comforts of Canada, because we're in the comfortable part of Canada, right? Mm-hmm. We have indoor plumbing, reasonable weather that we can deal with, opportunities, jobs. We, we can use our social system very easily. Think of where they are and where we are. And how What's they, killing can't, move me up, they is... can't move forward, they can't, they can't move, you know, and uh, the poverty alone yeah. is going to create enough crime where things like this will happen.
0: What's killing me is they, two men, were able to murder and injure, well, okay, murder. So let's say focus on the people they murdered. They murdered 10 people with a knife. Okay, yeah. they're, they're saying it might have been one brother, but either way, one or two, it's still crazy. The first call was reported, the first stabbing was reported at 5.40, their time, local time. And then by 9.45, that's a whole four hours later. Yeah. Authorities reported victims in multiple locations. So another thing relating to their community is like, why did how were they able to kill ten people before
1: somebody stopped them? Thank you. Like that is crazy, and that's why I wanted to point out the fact that when you push people out to the most remote parts of Canada with no way of seeing a way forward, no way of doing better, we're going through a pandemic. Can you imagine what they were doing dealing with? Hmm. Where the nearest hospital could be a whole like town over. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not justifying because wrong mm-hmm. is wrong and right is right. However, when people do wrong, we have to think about why. And the yeah. fact and they're saying that, that they, they went re- unnoticed,
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: why they went unnoticed? Because nobody cares about Native people here in Canada.
2: Mm-hmm. That's just the straight mm-hmm.
1: truth. So they can go mm-hmm. under the radar. <laughs> They're able to go and pick 10 people and murder them one off by one, one by one. How do you do that? How do you do that here in Canada? How do you do that? Tell me. And what what's, what's scary
0: is they have the news. The media has put out that his uh, Miles Sanderson, who's believed to be the main instigator of the main brother who instigated the killings. Um, It is scary, like what they wrote, because, I mean, I'll just read a portion of it. And this is like, so he was released February of this year. And so they said uh, his parole, when he was released, you know, they have to do a formal reading of your release or whatever. So it says uh, in it, it says he was assessed by a psychologist for moderate risk of violence. Your criminal history is very concerning, including the use of violence and weapons related to your index offenses. And your history of domestic violence, which victimized family, including your children and non-family, and included children and non-family. You are assessed as a moderate risk of violence and domestic violence by the psychologist. While your behavior in custody has not demonstrated significant concerns, there have been some minor incidents. So a out. That's a little brief. That's a little few snippets of Miles Sanderson's parole and release, you know, statutory release Mm -hmm. document. That's telling me that's somebody who's not really who needs to be like closely supervised. Like right? this is a dangerous person. This is not a safe person to put back into society. But to your point, maybe they don't care. Like ah, oh, he's going back to his community. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're just ship them back to the, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Prayers, no, up, prayers to up, definitely. Yeah. That community for, and in I'm gonna uh, Saskatchewan. Say even, for the, even for the killers. Mm-hmm furs yeah. up
0: yeah because they fam- they have i families feel too. like
1: that whole community goes really unrecognized even here in canada and that yeah. we kind of they- push them off to the side and forget mm-hmm. about them and so and there was obviously mental health issues right here that obviously mm-hmm. never got addressed so clearly you know, and so the- up all around the community that faces
0: tragedy is called James Smith Cree Nation uh that's the tribe that uh the murders happened in and hopefully peace will reign in that community there's a lot going on they're dealing with but mm-hmm. we'll move on from the sad story and go on to another I would I don't know it's a it's a I don't know kind of story it's a damn Jesus take the wheel kind of story as far as I'm concerned. Right? But. Last week, we were talking about Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears and the charges that uh, were recently came up in the media against them. And um, they have since each released statements. Obviously, these are serious charges. So they're being very PR-friendly, very PR-friendly release uh, statements. Fair enough. So Tiffany posted on her... Instagram, very legally legally sound statement saying, um, I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right there with you. Unfortunately, because there is an ongoing legal case, there's very little that I can say right now. But clearly, while this sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret having agreed to act in it. I really look forward to being able to share a lot more about this situation as soon as I can. And then um, Aries um, had a statement as well, a little bit after her. And he came on saying, listen, obviously, for legal reasons, I really can't talk about anything at this time, which he was talking about on his his podcast, his Spears and Steinberg podcast. Mm -hmm. This is when he released this. But I just more or less want to say to all the loyal listeners, thank you guys for your support and for your love. Listen, this is an extortion case. This is a shakedown. We won't be shaken down. Okay? And so um the actual charges they said that uh that have been put on them are pretty serious and so they have both been and they both been named together. Um and so they said they both have been accused of intentional infliction of emotional distress, gross negligence, sexual battery, sexual harassment and sexual abuse of a minor. So those are pretty serious charges, so we can, even though these statements leave a lot to be desired, but this is a a pretty serious charges, so they have to keep it, you know, safe. And, um, yeah, that's been the update on that case. I mean, I myself saw some clips of the actual video that everybody was talking about. I mean, I don't know if there's more, but this is what was online. And it was bad. It was bad. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, this is so bad. Why would you guys even... Why would you guys... Even if you filmed it with the best intentions, because it's positioned as kind of like a PSA. Like, I see what they're trying to do, but mm-hmm. they shouldn't have used a real child. I feel like you could have used a midget. You could have used... Like, you didn't really need to do a... use a real child, which I think it would even be more... It could be it's not a funny topic. So there's some people, it's a topic that some people don't even want to consider, but I kind of like, I do think comedy should be satirical and a reflection of, and a story of, uh, what do you call it? A warning to people mm-hmm. on whatever issue that you're talking about. There's a way that it could have been quote unquote funny, but it was done very poorly and it's very gross. And um, yeah, but that was the update. So I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, this shakedown, hmm Remember well, last week? I feel saying, sorry for Aries. Mm-hmm. I don't feel sorry yeah. for Aries at all. You know why? Because you you opened Pandora's box, bro. Oh you yeah. Like it. I don't feel sorry for him, but
0: I feel I more feel like he is not protected. Like Tiffany Haddish is very much protected by Hollywood. She's very much liked and loved. But yeah, Aries has is more to lose, pe- Jeanette. She
1: has more like, to she lose.
0: Has, and she has more to lose, but she also doesn't she's in it she also doesn't, how do I say this? It doesn't look as bad on her. If we're just looking on based on what we're seeing in front of our eyes, it doesn't look as bad on her as it does on him. Even if we talk about what we have Mm -hmm. more to lose and all the implications yeah, she has a lot more to lose, but I also think she has a lot more support. And I think a lot more people will be um, sympathetic to her, even though the skit, as I said, is disgusting. I still do think, People can, there's an out for her. There's no out for Aries at all. And no, and top of the fact that he has a very contentious relationship with powerful people and people of influence in Hollywood. So I do feel like he is in, he's in hot doo doo. They're both in hot doo doo based on these charges, but I think, I think it's, he has, he, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but what were you gonna say? For
1: both of their sakes, I really hope this was a shakedown. But mm. last week, I was saying that it felt very ritualistic.
0: Mm. And it still
1: does. So I'm going to stay mm-hmm. tuned. Um, mm. Tiffany didn't say much, which she can't. Uh, mm. But it was nice that she did say something. I think... She had to. Yeah. The person who I feel the worst for is the child, obviously. The child, yeah. yeah. You know, but second in line, I I almost want to say Tiffany because Mm. at that time she was probably really desperate.
0: She was was,
1: in the industry Mm. and she didn't realize that this was going to come back to haunt her. And, uh, desperation was probably the name of the game. And she, Mm. you know, unfortunately got herself mixed up in something that she shouldn't have. And being that she is a survivor of sexual abuse, Mm. I think it's even worse that you're involved with something so lewd. I really, Mm. you know, so (laughs) I told you, you better have that bag for them lawyers. You better have that bag because you're going to need those (laughs) lawyers. Because if this is not a shakedown, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that, but you know what? I'm gonna keep my yeah. ear to the ground on that one because I'm really curious to see how that ends up playing out. Yeah. I'm really curious.
0: Okay, so that's it for headlines. We're gonna move into our first segment, which is Wagwan Free. In this segment, we look at stories that just don't add up. They don't make much sense. We hear them, we see them, and we have to this ask the hard question. Hard. Wagwan well for real, for real. And so this week, I do a deep sigh because this is a topic we talk. This is a we're talking about Connie, Connie Omari West, and he came back on social media with a vengeance, like he often does, always. Um, Not often, always. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guarantee. And mm-hmm. this time, <laughs> this time, um, the issue. Is and I mean there, there's been rumblings of this, but I think now obviously I'm like what has happened in the mm-hmm. past two weeks where now he pretty much posted the whole board of Adidas on his his thing. He posted somebody named Daniel Cherry, um, who I guess is was hired on Adidas, and he he <laughs> he roasted it. I'm not gonna lie, this man roasted. Then Dan, whoever Daniel Cherry the third or the second is, ooh, Kanye went in. Kanye went in, and he is the Adidas senior vice president who must have been hired recently. And uh, I don't know if he's a creative director or or what, but he oh he's a senior vice president and general manager at Adidas, and so he was brought in. And I guess some things must be happening internally that has kanye upset but essentially from what i've gathered from what i've seen and what i've read um kanye is frustrated because he's doesn't have a lot of say in the board and this is again like i said this is not new um but so first in may he was uh Upset about the new Adelette 22 sandals that bear look exact look very much like the Yeezy slides, but they have a little bit more texture. But design wise, I can see the similarities. Yeah. And as well, is. there was an they also have a new shoe that I saw that looks very much like the Yeezy. Um, I don't know what they're called, but you know, the, the foam, the Yeezy foams, the weird looking space shoes that are open, like yeah, kind of like a, I
1: call them space shoes too. Yeah. These space mm-hmm.
0: shoes that look like clogs, they look like uh, Crocs. I would. Say that's the only thing I can compare them. They're an easy version of Crocs. And so Adidas now has a version of a shoe that looks like that. I'm not sure what it's called, but I'm like, oh, this is a dead stamp of the foams. And that is, he's been very vocal about that. And he says, I am not standing for this blatant copying anymore. This is for everyone who wants to express, express themselves, but they feel they can't because they'll lose your contract or be called crazy these shoes represent the disrespect that people in power have to talent and this is really just a power to all of this to say this setup to say that this is clearly a power struggle and based on what has been said is there's a power struggle between these boards and connie connie wants more creative control well i don't think it's creative control he wants more control Period. Over his brand or or the decisions that they're making and how they're rolling out and the stories and all of this stuff. Right. And I get and, you know, he's going on this on this this tirade and he's calling these things out. And, you know, people are you know, he's really good at riling people up to get them on, on, on his side and stuff. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, he also calls out that somebody on the board, which is this woman named I don't remember her last name, but it's a, a woman named Jin because he kept on calling her out Jin. And she is on the board of Adidas as well as the board of J.P. Morgan Chase, who he has since he has since asked for a loan, and so he's calling her out specifically because there's a conflict of interest, which
1: I agree. Right
0: now, I think we can just boil it down to like I said, control over the easy brand and what's going on with it, and the board, these boards that are responsible for investors and the investment and profits versus a creator. And, you know, creator and creative creative lead of the Yeezy brand that is connected to Adidas. Mm-hmm. And so now I've set this up. We don't need to go on the post. Y'all can go on the post. Well, he deletes them, but we get it. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's not, well, it's not smoke and mirrors. It's, 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 it's like a, a tantrum. You know when a child doesn't know yep. how to get what they want and they start kicking and screaming?
2: That's Honey right. is
0: kicking and screaming. And yeah. now here's where, as somebody who I've admitted on this podcast many times that I'm biased when it comes to Kanye, I'm usually on his side. However, my issue with his, with this is, and this is when Sway, when he had that infamous interview with Sway, mm-hmm. and Sway was telling him, Kanye, why don't you do it on your own? Right. And his response, outside of, how, Sway? How? Outside of that. <laughs> that infamous yeah. quote and meme. Is that... He says, "I need capital." He didn't have the capital when he started, and so that's why he wanted. He partnered with Adidas for his, you know, obviously iconic Easy brand, and he has since co- partnered with Gap and Balenciaga.
1: Right? Mm-hmm.
0: I think the Gap and Balenciaga didn't need to happen. Like after you, you're a billionaire when he made that deal with Gap. So I think the Gap, the deal with Gap, was. Not necessary, but anyway, I'm coming down. This comes out to contracts, agreements. So you had an agreement when you signed that contract with Adidas. Right. When you did you have what it was in there that says that I'm pretty sure they had something in there that allows them to design whatever the hell they want to design. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure That's they true. have agreement with your agreement with you on the role you play on the board do you did mm-hmm. you sign a contract that said you had a role in the board? <laughs>
1: if not, I mean Kanye is too for me sometimes yeah, you know. and then if you think about it again, if you think about it,
0: even if that wasn't in the contract and he wanted to navigate himself, there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to. but if we think about him as a person, as a brand, his brand and who he is. There's no way he could be on the board of a corporation a public corporation that's publicly traded because investors would be shitting their draws. Thank you, <laughs> like, you know? you're just too, you know you are not that person you're not the person that needs to be on a pu- on the board of a publicly traded company sorry
1: not with your risky. insane backlash of the actual brand you're yep. not thinking of the best interest of the brand
2: Mm. At all. Nope.
1: Why are you going on any sort of platform to knock the brand? Like, Unless I you know, plan on buying out one. Like, I don't know. Yeah, And he um, did say... Yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. They,
0: they did say... Mm-hmm. He, he said that he was offered a billion dollars to sell or whatever back to the brand over to Adidas. Okay, that's insulting. One. But here's my thing. Why didn't you buy... They Thank often, you. like, you know, like, I think you put yourself in, again, he he explained his reasoning for pop partnering with Adidas, but from the beginning, this was a bad idea because this is, everybody was saying when Connie was doing that whole media tour around that time, everybody was like, why are you upset at the designers, at the the corporations and the designers who and the Louis Vuittons who don't want to partner with you? Why do you keep getting mad? Why do you keep getting mad? That why don't you why don't you do it on your own ownership? We always talk about this when we okay when we talk about black empowerment. We always talk about legacy and financial freedom, financial mm-hmm. literacy, education. Looking want forward to, to the future. Looking mm-hmm. forward. This is him mm-hmm. and you, the same person who talk about Black Future Month. What you are know, you doing you kind about of- it? What are you doing doing about it now? Or this is a bad deal. So now, if you've created Yeezy, you can go and create something else and still be as successful. Because again, it's you know it's it's been proven over and over again. If he wants to do something, there's most likely nine times out of ten outside of trying to be the president of the
1: United States, he's going to be successful, right? So you know. If I'll be honest with you with that whole president thing, if Mm. he came in the race at the right time, we might, he might have been in the running, believe it or not. I believe that he has a fan base. He has such Mm. a fan base that he could have, but I think he just started out Mm. too late and he got a little ridiculous on the stage, but uh, in the debate. Um, But anyhow. My feeling about Kanye West is this. Now, I'm going to do it in two different parts. First, I think, Kanye, you're brilliant. I think you have a very innovative mind. I think you have a mind that is so far past our society as it stands um, that it could be misconstrued as crazy or absurd. But this right here, Kanye, you are not a good businessman. Mm. You know how to make money with your innovations and your creativity. I'm not going to take that from you. However, you are poor at business. You need to go back to school, to high school dropout. You need to go back (laughs) and we need to go to school about business. This is not a good look. Mm. It's not a good look. Let's take race out of the picture for a second and just focus on business. In business, you never downplay or let anything appear wrong with the brand Mm. that you are trying to promote and sell to other people. Adidas is not the only one in the game. There are many competitors that are always neck and neck with Adidas. So you going out there and putting the salt on the name of Adidas is bad business altogether. Second- I know you lost control in your marriage, but you're not going to find it in the boardroom. Mm -hmm. You're not. Period. Kanye, he's, you know, he very often shows narcissistic tendencies. Yeah. And him wanting to have control in an environment where he don't have no control shows you how narcissistic he can be. You are not in a realm... Where you can have the control and creative um discretion as you think. You you're just not. Now, houseway, houseway, (laughs) take the billion dollars you got, which is increasing by the day, every product you drop, it goes it it goes nuts. So take the billion dollars you got and invest in yourself. Invest in the black community, invest in your fellow man, but no, instead we want to have a tantrum and cry off to the side that you're not getting the control that you're craving. You're not getting the attention that you feel you deserve in this realm. Well, -hmm. when it comes to business, if you do not look like a dollar sign, okay. If your name is not dollar or cent, Businesses don't really give a damn because that's what they're driving for is the dollar and the cent. Now, I feel like you're trying to grab or gain more control in your business affairs because you lost a lot of it in your marriage that has ended and having her, having Kim Kardashian, and I know it's relevant and I'll explain why having him, having her parade around with her boy toy you understand, was a Hmm. knock to your ego that you couldn't really handle. We saw this in the video you made of killing the man. (laughs) Rico act like really. And lastly, you're desperately trying to gain back some power and you're trying in the wrong realm. Now, Kanye, you're at the table, bro. You're at the table. The hard part is done. Why can you not find an amicable agreement with Adidas? Why can you not, and it's unfortunate that Black people have to do this in the fashion industry, but show them what your value is. You might have to take a bad deal at first, but once you show them the value that you can bring, You can go back to the same table and renegotiate, but instead we want to have a tantrum all over the social medias, bad look, bad for business. You want big couture, uh, fashion icons to mess with you. And when you don't get your way, this is what you do. Nah. Yeah. No, yeah. So no one's I, gonna like, want to like, mess with you. You're you're, yeah, you're I think putting the main yourself point is, in a box mm-hmm. and you don't even see it. Like you yourself yeah. are putting yourself in the box. So when you ask, how sway how I'll sway, well, either you climb out of that box and make your own and do your own with your billion dollars and change, or you shut up and sit at the table and accept what you're given. Now, another issue I have, so maybe there's three. Another issue I have is This flip-flop that Kanye is notorious for. One minute, you're pro-Black, your Black people are supposed to thrive for you, push for you, um, you know, uh, protest for you, make noise for you, so that you can be at that table in those spaces and get what the hell you want. But whenever you're in those spaces, somehow us Black people don't, we're not as irrelevant anymore. You know, mm-hmm. when you're writing Trump's tale and saying that slavery is a, it was a choice, are you down with us or not, Kanye? Are you down for black people or not? Now, I listened to some of what Kanye has to say and I do think that he's brilliant in his thoughts on uh, black people and our progression mentally, right? I agree with a lot of his points. However, it teeter-totters. It one minute you're, you're you're pro-Black and the next minute you're not. And why is that relevant to me? Because if you can change opinions, like you change your draws, then I, I don't know if I could rock with you because I don't know mm-hmm. what you really stand for. You know, I don't know. And if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So for me, I can't rock with someone like that because... What Kanye are we getting today? The one that's pro-Black that, you know, will sit there and dis Adidas and, and, you know, uh, go out there and rally for us Black people. But then as soon as you get where you're going, you don't remember us. You don't know us no more. You forgot about us. So it's hard yeah, we'll... for me to rock with you, Kanye. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to rock with you in spaces like this, where you're talking billions of dollars while there's Black people who can't feed their kids. So miss me with the bullshit. Please, untanks. tanks You're crying like a little bitch, and I need you to man up right now, okay? And either do your own or sit at the table and eat your food. Yep, Period. yep.
0: Do your own or sit at the table. So before we come off of this topic, because I Kanye fa- gets on my damn nerve. Mm. Our favorite um well, I'll say my favorite. Uh read. Reader. She will read you down. Mrs. Zelia Banks.
1: Yes, <laughs> she, she has will. something to say. has something to She has a weird she has a
0: weird <laughs> relationship with she has a weird relationship with a few artists, but Kanye is one of them as well as Dave Chappelle. But I feel like there's something there. So she made some... After, you know, his rants, that's around the same time, she made some posts. You know, I'm going to read some quotes from it. And some of them will make... If, you, if you're really close to Connie's career, like myself, then you'll kind of get what she's trying to, to say. But, okay, so here we go. Um... So I'm gonna read some of it. So mm-hmm. you know it's 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 a rant, so it's a little bit chaotic, but I'll try my best to make the best mm-hmm. sense of it. So this is Zillia Banks going reading Connie down. Like you de- like you dead ass stole your whole interest in fashion from Dee and Ricky. You tried stealing death grips around and failed, death grip sound and failed miserably. You bought a stolen render of an airplane to the o- the Oval Office crackheads wow. had leather jogging crackheads had leather jogging pants in 1981 if everyone can just quote unquote steal your shit maybe it's time to realize you don't really have anything thank you adidas wasn't going to make you a billionaire and not keep rights to the name of the shoe just be realistic and stop trying to paint the white people you traded out plenty of black investors for for your obsession with white approval
1: thank Ooh, you. Gun
0: shots fired shots hired um she goes on to say Mm -hmm. real rich people real rich people want no one to know they have money they're not interested in fame or celebrity you're gonna fuck around and lose it all again and let me guess blame that on racism too Mm -hmm. every time you want to brag about being the richest black man in the other black men's faces remember that you will never be the richest man because you're still black and that's your point kim For every Kanye billionaire, for every Kanye billionaire West, there are 30 richer white billionaires who made their fortunes, who made their fortunes designing the traps you walk right into. Mm, A word. That's a big word. That Mm -hmm. is a big word. I also hope you know how insignificant your fortune is on a cultural level. A black man selling sneakers, none of the white niggas you dick ride think that is the future. It's a stereotype beyond measure. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. And, uh, and she, she said some show. other things. Thank you. She said some other things. Um, okay, just okay. One other thing that I wanted to call out that she said. You brought. Um, it's about Tiana Taylor and trying to find it. Okay. Oh god, she's going in on him.
2: Mm. Anyway,
0: you bought a dope fiend and a dude a Birkin before I've ever seen Tiana post some flowers from you on her damn birthday. Like you spent Tiana's PR and video budgets on hanging out with a white girl who literally turned around and was proud of hustling you for a used bag and a wet and wild eyeliner and a hot plate of food. Wow. Ooh, I got of course. Talking about julia What was her name? Julia. See, I already forgot her name. I believe it's Julia. Yeah,
1: you mean kind uh the ki- uh Kim lookalike? Her?
0: Not the Kim lookalike. The one before the white girl. The one before the Kim lookalike. i sorry, but... they
1: all look like Kim to me. But yeah, anyway. right.
0: But I see. I already forgot her name. But she's a she was a clown. But anyway. Azelia gave her a read down, but uh, that's pretty much it. I feel like what's crazy is that is it. And everything, we just spent 15, 20 minutes talking about this, but Azealia really just summed it up in that sure uh, Instagram story. And like I don't really, really? like
1: Azelia either, but she'll read you for the filth, and I'm here for it. Ooh, always, always. what she, she said always. was true. And mm. my one thing, and I'm done with Kanye and this nonsense, is that, mm. you know, Kanye, some things you should keep to yourself. You know, some things should be left to you and only you and your team. You know, we don't need to know everything. Mm. We really don't. At least not now. uh, You know, maybe it's therapeutic for you or maybe you need to see a therapist or go back into whatever. I I
0: see what he's trying to do. He's trying to kick up some smoke and kick up the rocks. Yeah, but for why? Because he didn't
1: get your way? Like, yeah, what did you right? expect a big brand like that to do? And furthermore, did yeah. you have this issue already? Like, didn't you, like, aren't you prepared for this to happen?
0: Mm.
1: Isn't that what you were crying about with um, Nike? With Nike and with uh, that Louis Vuitton, was it Louis Vuitton? That didn't want mm. anything to do with you? Like, don't you see that this industry, like, haven't you seen how this industry plays out? So I don't know why you're surprised. I really don't. But I don't want to know. I, <laughs> I don't want to know. And honestly, can you make some shoes that I'll actually wear? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. They're creative and they might be really great if you're a sneakerhead,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you just put them up on the shelf. But some of your designs look a little mad. They look like, a, little, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Kanye, I love you, really, I do. But can you stay your ass off the internet for one damn minute? Like, can you not do something without letting the whole damn world know? Like, kick up what? Adidas is still gonna sell.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know, that's a point. Me
1: with it, please. But anyways, this is where we're gonna move into the callouts. <laughs> it's the callouts. <laughs> you know we have to answer we have to answer within a time frame and off the top of our head so sometimes Mm. it could be much (laughs) but um mine could be i think mine is kind of easy and i'm gonna start it off so today me and my daughter were in the car we heard the radio and the question of the day was if you won a million dollars no a hundred million dollars what would you do so i'm gonna engineer that question just a little bit further and Mm. If you were, if somebody said, I'll give you a a mil- hundred million dollars, but you mm-hmm. only have three options with what to do with the money. First is donate. Second is blow every cent right down to the penny. Mm-hmm. Or third, you have one business that you can invest in and you have to invest the full amount. And you can only have the hundred million when you've turned a hundred million profit in that business. Which one would you choose?
0: Well, the only choice is the third one. Really, it's only but the you don't third know one. How long it will take the business? No, yeah, because a hundred million is a lot of money. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of that money, money, girl. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, first one. The first one is what the first option is to give it away. Is it has to be given away to charity. Charity. charity, Right yeah. down so, to the cent. Right down. So you're, you're not going to get it with the first one. Good cause, but you're not going to get any with the first one. Maybe you'll get some kind of good feeling and you'll help a lot of people. So that is something. You'll get something. You're know, you not, not going to get money, but you'll get something. So, right. Second one is spend it all. Like, that's impossible. To the cent. To the cent. And so you still don't... Well, I mean, you say you, you there's no specification on spending it all. So... Um, but, you know, I want to be consistent with who I am and who I have presented myself on this podcast and, and go with three, cause I'm a business person. So that's I'm going to stick
1: with it. <laughs> There's an argument for every one of them. You're going to just
0: stick with three. And then, yeah. you
1: know, I guess it all depends on, uh, like what stage in your life you're at, because mm-hmm. if I were to ask that of someone who's on their deathbed, they might be They'd like, give it Don't away at all. Yeah. You know, or someone who's in retirement who doesn't work anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They might say, well, I want to blow it all. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think the one that I would have to take is I would spend every cent. mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, They say spend every cent, but they're not telling me on what.
0: Yes, that's the loophole. The, the second one is the loophole one.
1: Yeah, for that's sure. That's the loophole one. And that's the only mm-hmm. one that I can really see myself going with because... Mm-hmm. If I were to go with invest, because I too would want to invest for future, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: if I have to wait for it to turn a profit of a hundred million, I don't know how long that could be.
0: Yeah. That could take forever.
1: That could, I could die and it still don't do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and maybe there might not be any survivorship, meaning I can't pass that on to my kids for them to wait. hmm <laughs> You know, it could maybe it's only in my lifetime. But I mean, obviously it's just a hypothetical question, but I think I yeah. would definitely send stick to the second one and I would spend every cent of it because you're not telling me how, you're not telling me on what. So, you know, uh there's other investments like property.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I might want to invest in property. Maybe even make myself my own little town. <laughs> you know, make my own stuff because I guess maybe my it also has to do with, you know, what you're in at your time, like in the point in my life right now, we're looking for a place,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: So my mindset's a little bit different based off of that. And if I had the opportunity, I would create myself a town
2: mm-hmm.
1: because there ain't no damn properties out here and I can charge nearly $4,000 for 1200 square feet. So... Shit. But I feel like that the invest
0: real estate investment would still fall into the third one. It's still bis- investing your money in something that's a toaster. return. It is, but money. the
1: loophole is that I bought the building.
0: You bought the, the the building with the intention of renting it, so that's a business.
1: It is a business, but it, <laughs> the, but the question is, is but, which but, three but, would but, I choose? <laughs> right, and so i maybe that's my legal mind looking for the loophole. but I would spend it every red cent because you're not telling Mm -hmm. me how to spend it and what to spend it on. So if I want to buy a full business or if I want to find, you know, a whole compound or a building, I bought it.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. So I use the
1: money on what you said.
0: Yeah. What you don't know is I'm going to turn that
1: hundred million into two.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what you
1: don't know, (laughs) but you know, but that's my question. Yes.
0: Okay. Good question. Um, what is an insult you received that I don't want to say you're proud of, but the person didn't, wasn't doing what they thought they were doing. So they were trying to insult you, but you were just like, what? Yeah, that's true. And what? Right. (laughs) And so to give you a moment to gather your thoughts, Mm -hmm. I'll answer first. And one time, and I won't lie, at the time I was slightly offended, mm-hmm. but a little a little while after I was like, or as a let's say more as a grown ass woman, I now look back at it and be like, Yeah, that wasn't giving what she thought it was giving. Right. And and the person who did the quote unquote insult was not like you know, there's there's some people where You can't tell, or at least I'll say for myself, because I'm more trusting of people. Well, I'm not very trustworthy, but in this case, I was trusting of this person. You can't tell if they're trying to be shady or not.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, you
0: generally, because some people are just so outspoken. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, you know, there's some people who are so Mm -hmm. outspoken, it's like they don't have a filter.
1: Yeah. So yep. I don't
0: know if it was a, a matter of her trying to insult me or she just didn't have a filter. Her She never really had much of a filter, but the filter was really off this day. So anyway, she basically said mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I, I can't read you. I don't even I you know, I, I, you're really hard to read. And I, I never know if you're a bitch or if you're just shy. She literally wow. said that to me. Right. And um, I'll tell you offline who it is. It's somebody we, I think you would remember her from our university days. And I was oh. like, literally, I, I was literally, I was like, what? Like the whole time I'm thinking I'm friends with this person. And well, she was a friend of a friend, but I mean, she was always in her place mm-hmm. and you know, like she was closer to my roommate, but you know, we we're cool. We all hung out. We did things together or whatever. So I was like, what? Like, I'm like, that's what you think or she thought well she thought that that's what she thought but obviously at the time she's she's gotten to know me better but i was like and now even though at the time i was slightly offended i was like i didn't get it i was like you know what it's true i think when i first meet people and i think it is a superpower of mine that's because right. you know i don't show all my cards no. i'm not a, like and i don't know if it's natural or even if it's indoctrinated from my mother but you just don't show all your cards right away. You need to assess every situation yeah. you're in before you just log, blah, blah, log off your mouth and mm-hmm. in a situation or environment that it's not safe for you to do so. And so I now consider that as something is like, yeah, you don't, you don't, I want you to be off guard when you meet me. I want you to try. I'm not going to, you're not going to get all, see all my cards. You're just not. And that's something that I'm proud that I can do. Yeah. that's it,
1: that. Yeah. A while, a long time ago, I'll tell you who it is too, who said something to me. I was like, at first I had to think about what they said before I went off at the mouth. <laughs> and I just, I kept it to myself for a minute. And like you said, I thought about it and I was like, no, actually that's a good thing. You know? And this person... Well, again, I'll tell you later, but this person has always been somewhat jealous of me in my life Mm -hmm. and they think very differently than I do. You know, they Mm. think what's good for me is good for me. And I don't give a damn about nobody else. Mm. I'm not that person. I'm the type of person who will think, how is it going to affect the ones around me? Mm. Um. And I think that's my superpower, too, because the people who I'm close with, I stay close with for a long time Mm -hmm. because I am a considerate person and I'm not going to do something that could negatively affect another person that I care about. And that person that I'm talking about does whatever they want without thought of anybody who's in their life and how it could affect them. I think I know who you're
0: talking about.
1: (laughs) You, you, you probably clued into who that is. But this person did whatever they wanted to do without care in the world of anybody around them and how it affected them. And I feel like sometimes that's a very selfish way of living. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that my way is a hundred percent right. But in my life around the people who I care about, it's worked. And I don't step on anybody's toes. I don't hurt anybody. I don't do things that go out of my way to hurt them, you know? Um, And if I do hurt you, I'll take accountability and I will try to move forward with that person. This particular person that made that comment to me, and the comment was, Oh, well, we're different because you think about what everybody else cares about. And I don't, I just do what I, I, what feels good to me. And when they said that, you know, I grew up with this person and I realized how much they affected everybody around them and how much they hurt everybody around them and how Mm -hmm. much they even hurt me. And How much distaste that people have for that particular person (laughs) and how much they don't want to be around people who are going to make them feel poorly or make them feel badly about themselves or the situation. So I guess what I'm saying is my superpower, like you called it, would be considering, being a considerate person. I Mm -hmm. consider a lot. That could be to some people a downfall, but for me, it works. And when I do that in all sorts of aspects of my life, I find that I come out on top. I always come out on top. So for that other person who was insulting me, I look back and I'm like, you're not on top. You're not on top. You have people who are are still vexed with you all now. You know, you I don't like to walk around this world knowing that there's people who are are mad at me or upset with me or I've hurt them. I don't wanna do that. And I Mm. see that this person who who was trying to throw that insult my way, that's exactly what they do. And for some particular reason, people don't wanna be around you. Hmm. So who's really winning? Who's winning here? I end up on top. I end up the person that they call. Hey, can you come over? And hey, this is going on in my life. We want you a part of it. They don't leave me out. They want me a part of it. So obviously when you're trying to insult me and say pretty much I'm a pushover and I, I, let, I let everybody else's feelings dictate my life, that's not the case. That's not the case. So to that person, we are vastly different. And if you look at where I am and where you are, who's on top? Who's winning? Because from my perspective, you're not winning. I've been told that you're not winning. So, I don't know. But that's anyways. So, mm-hmm. moving from the call-out into the workout. The workout. This is when everyone who has been listening to this podcast, this is our workout section where we do Deep dive discussions into things that are affecting our culture, that are affecting us as women, that are just going on, that we need to discuss. And so earlier in our um, episode, we did mention that the queen died. Yeah. Yes. Queen Victoria. 1926 to 2022. 2022. She was four years away from 100. This is a 96-year-old woman who, on Thursday, passed away. And there's been many different opinions and views on her passing. And so me and Jeanette wanted to dive deeper into the passing of Queen Victoria. And we want to look at it from different angles as a Canadian, because here in Canada, we still have the queen on our money. Mm-hmm. And I say that because that's how much we still view the queen as a matriarch of our Canadian system, our Canadian country. We look to her, we, you know, out of respect and so on. She hasn't been able to run this country for many, 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 many years. However, we still respect the monarchy as Canadians. And so we want to talk more about this monarchy and more about the life of Victoria. And I'm going to go in <clears throat> with how I feel quickly so we can get it out the way because I'm long winded today. But um, <clears throat> first, I want to say to the Queen's family my deepest condolences. I know that she played a big factor in your monarchy, your family system, and uh, my heart goes out to you for the loss of the queen. Um, And death is never anything that we should take lightly um, or make fun of or, you know, use as a weapon against others. So with that being said, we understand what Queen Victoria had to do. I want everybody to understand this girl was groomed. Queen
0: Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth.
1: Sorry, Queen Elizabeth. Not (laughs) (laughs) Victoria. Anyway. Queen Elizabeth. Victoria was her mom. But anyway, Mm -hmm. that's not the point. So Queen Elizabeth was groomed into the role that she was in. She didn't have a choice. This wasn't, oh, I want to be a teacher and can I get to do that? No. You were going to be a queen, and that was that. She came for 96 years. She ran a country, and, well, really, the world, for a very long time. And she did the damn thing. And she had a position, she played it, and now she's passed. And I'm going to give her her just dues for stepping into that role, even when there are probably times that she didn't want to be. But she did. Now, in terms of the system itself, the monarchy, the collie um coloni- colonization, and mm. how deep-rooted it is in the monarchy, um, we know it's not right. We know that there's many countries around the world who are still presently affected by it. And the people of those countries, you know, I'll give an example because a lot of Irish people are out here. They're glad that she's, you know, she's mm-hmm. dead. There's yep. Asian people out here who are glad that she's passed. And these are countries that were obviously, you know, a part of the Commonwealth and didn't see the best side of colonization. They just didn't. <laughs> they didn't see that. They They were, you know, the brunt. They were the ones that took the brunt of. Racism, prejudice discrimination slavery all of the above and i don't want us to mix the two up the queen is the queen as a person who passed and died and then there's the system that she worked for because that's what she did she worked for them um she had a good life obviously but she worked for them and Mm -hmm. she gave her whole life to it so i'm not going to knock that because I don't know anybody who has given their entire life to anything, anything. So now with the whole system, is it right? No, I don't agree with it at all. I think, I pray that one day it will all just go away, but it won't. And that's not realistic. So we are in the system and we have to maneuver around it. You know, um, unfortunately, in this world that we have here, you know, it's spread near and wide. Colonization has spread globally. So whether the queen is alive or not, it's still out there. So we still have to face it. Um, And we'll go deeper into other things after. But what I do want to say is how the hell in one minute, this woman died, like one minute, she's sick as shit. And then the next minute they're calling up the boys. The next minute we get big, big, big news, how she's passed. Well, I think Mm. the reason why they did that, and we had a conversation briefly about this Jeanette was that they made it so that there wasn't a lapse in time where the country is vulnerable and not having its leader, and the leader passing away, you can't have too many, too much time in between. That's why they move quick and in a hurry to crown King Charles, even though he's 70 odd years old, he's just as old, almost as old as his mama. Okay. They crown him quick fast and in a hurry because the, the actual country cannot be left without a head, you know, and, uh, So I think that's why they moved that way. But I'll be quite honest. I think they knew that she was passing. Mm -hmm. I think they knew well before Thursday. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they knew that they had to move quickly. And so behind the scenes, they were making sure things were on the up and up so that we could get the news. We could all, you know, um, grieve her loss and then move on real quick with King King Charles, which... (laughs) At times, King Charles is out to lunch. So I'm hoping for the best. <laughs> I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping that his boys can talk some sense to him. I don't know, but he's out to lunch. Okay? He's one of the biggest puppets I've ever seen. But whatever. That's just my opinion. You know? Mm-hmm. But what do you think about us losing Queen Elizabeth? How do you feel? Yeah, about like,
0: <laughs> what I said, like I said, um... Like it's conflicted. Like as as children of people who come from countries that were colonized, mm-hmm. we ourselves are were born and our Canadians, a country that was also colonized, colonized an Aboriginal community and destroyed yep. their community. Um, again, you know it's hard to be very outwardly mourning. See, they they talk about this period of mourning, right? But you know their family is mourning. I get it. They're human beings. But me myself, I'm. Not, she had a long life. Um, she sure did,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and a long she nice, did her
1: healthy life too.
0: She mm-hmm. did her job as was expected and put all, expected of her. She, like you said, she didn't have a choice. Um, I like there are people on. Social media glorifying tap tap da- tap dancing on her grave, and I get it, but again, it's an institution it's an institution her herself as elizabeth to mm, not much to say there, but the institution that she comes from, I understand the vitriol and the anger that is uh coming her way um she what was so interesting is that. She never, you know, she never wanted Charles to be king, uh Charles to be king. Because she she typically typically a royal when they reach a certain age, they might already before their death even make that transition, right? Usually even maybe when you get married or something like, but we all knew she would never give Charles the throne while she was alive because obviously of the shame of so many things, right? So many things, how he, the whole thing that he divorced, not only did he divorce, but before he divorced, he, the woman that he was with, he was having a very public affair with. And she, you know, the queen never really approved of this woman. So over her dead body. So her body, she dead. And Mm -hmm. now he's King. (laughs) Um, And um, something else I think um, that's happening and again it's it's weird like I understand the anger that people have. So there is this um I I'm pretty sure she's Nigerian ancestry and she's a professor at a university in in the UK I believe. And she made a tweet that I will read um because um just going to pull it up. Um we were you know I wasn't going to think but I think um it's interesting and i think this will capture the conflict i think we have in in how we look at the queen so the conflict is that a woman you know very important figure and i think she did her role very dignified as dignified as somebody who is a monarch could and so you know that's why sometimes you'll see some people they really like the queen why do you like the queen she's a colonizer. But I think in her role, she did a respectable job. And all the listeners, if you watch The Crown, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And so the tweet comes from, it's Uju Anya. So she's a professor. And so she said that, um, I heard the chief monarch of of a thieving, raping, genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating. And um Bezos, Jeff Bezos pretty much um
1: it's still uh, a called attention to this. It, right? The, like, the, re- the reason the
0: reason why him? the reason why this tweet is getting viral is because Jeff Bezos, third richest man in the world, um, if not the richest actually, uh, mm. called it out. So he retweeted it and he said and he pretty much um was like uh what did he say okay yeah he called her out and he said this is someone supposedly working to make the world better i don't think so wow and so obviously the woman came under fire because jeff bezos <coughs> retweeted retweeted her tweet um I'm sorry and so it caused yeah oh you okay yeah i'm okay sorry about that you back okay Mm -hmm. um so yeah and so that got a whole like what this woman tweeted is not different from what a lot of people are saying but um it's because basil's brought all this attention and even her employee which is carnegie mellon university kind of had to step away from her i'm like oh damn because you know um Obviously, this Jeff Bezos retweeting her tweet is going to get is got it viral, and yep. so she came back saying, "If anyone expects me to express anything but disdain for the monarch who su- who supervised the government that sponsored the genocide that massacred and displaced half my family, and the consequences of which the uh, which those alive today are still trying to ac- overcome, you can keep wishing upon a star." and I think, again, that that's just to document the two sides of things. There are the people who are direct, directly affected by, uh, you know, the influence of the British influence on their colonies, and there's people who are sympathetic to a figurehead, literally a figurehead of that mo- mo- exactly. monarchy.
1: Well, she's a human being. <laughs> like, have we forgot humanity? Like, she's still a human being, Right. So, if Jeff Bezos died tomorrow, would he not want people to have empathy for him dying and for his family? Like, I feel like sometimes. Well, remember, he <clears> he, he didn't make the tweet. He
0: didn't make he, No, he no no no. You're you're getting it wrong. He he he, he 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 he. Let me reiterate. He didn't make the tweet. He retweeted this Nigerian. Oh, English sorry. Professor. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just to clear. So he was more on the side of what you're taking is like, you know, still a, you know, it's a little bit aggressive, right? Right. But I guess where I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm somewhere in, what I, I brought that up to say is that there are, those are the two spectrums of conversations s- since she has died. Right. I'm in the middle where I acknowledge she's the figurehead of a evil um, institution system, but I also acknowledge yeah. that she is literally just a symbol. She's a human being that is a part of, who's just a face to the system. She is not the system.
1: No, herself. she's not. She's just so the, face the of-
0: vitriol is a bit much for me. So that's all that to say is that's where I'm coming from.
1: right and you know what i do agree well first of all i mean we all knew that the queen was gonna die eventually yeah first um i hate saying this because no life is more valuable than the other but i think it would hit me a little differently if this were a 25 year old you know yeah of
0: course she Uh, died she had a full life she's good long
1: full very lavish life okay Mm -hmm. so she need not want for nothing so as a person i can separate and sometimes it's hard for me to do like someone like r kelly it's hard for me to separate his music from him but in this Mm -hmm. realm i feel like when i saw more of the biography of queen elizabeth i understood that if she wanted to be different she didn't have a choice Mm -hmm. If she wanted to break away from the system that she has become the face of, I don't think she had a choice in the matter. I really don't. Now, is the monarchy and that family full of secrets? Sure is. Would I love to be a fly on the wall? Sure would. But she's still a human being. She's still a human being. And uh, maybe my indoctrination from my mom was that respect the dead, you know, and I was always taught that when someone passes away, I don't care if they're your enemy, they're dead, respect that, you know? And uh, so, you know, Queen Elizabeth, you had a good run, girl, you had a good run you were able to affect the world internationally for a very long time. And that was another aspect that me and Jeanette were discussing is what she did while she was here. You know, I understand that she stepped into a family that already started to colonize the whole world. I get that, but she, somebody had to maintain it, you know, somebody had to keep the monarchy going, you know, and she did. The English pound is never dropped. Okay. That speaks volumes about their economy. And the fact that she has different, different avenues of respect worldwide, such as here in Canada, we still have her on our money. That's how much we respect the woman. So, you know, in her lifetime, on a on a on a larger scale, we we could get very you know pick out certain cherry pick certain topics, and that'd be great. But I want to look at her her life on a whole, you know. And uh, she stepped into a system that was already there before mm-hmm. she was even born. It was already there. So Literally thousands, and, even thousands
0: of years before she was born, way
1: before <laughs> this woman was even a thought. You understand? It, it already existed. So we can't put that on the shoulders of this one woman. You know what I mean? We just can't. Um, but what I will say is that, you know, RIP to you. Rest in peace. You were loved. Unfortunately, you were hated. Um, however, you did the damn thing for 96 years. Tell me one person, you know, that has done something consecutively for 96 years or even what, 60 of those years.
0: Yeah. Call it 60. No, well,
1: she, 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 I think she was crowned when she was in her early twenties. Yes. So, you know, majority of her life, if it wasn't being groomed to take the position, then she was in the position, you know, um, and And that woman, she's strong because she never backed down with a lot of things that she held true to and Mm -hmm. she believed in. She didn't back down. She wasn't wishy-washy. She was very firm with what she thought and how she felt about certain things. And she wasn't willing to compromise. Um, In every family, is there, you know, some secrets? Oh, yes. The queen has Mm -hmm. some secrets. Don't get it twisted. We know the whole family and what, you know, all the conspiracies. King Charles will never be uh, respected.
0: Nope, nope, nope. Because
1: people love Princess Diana too much. Princess Diana died, what's almost 30 years ago. About that, yep. Yeah, almost 30 years ago. And people talk about her like it was yesterday she was here. So, you know, uh, she was people's princess mm-hmm. and when Charles did what he did it didn't even sit right with his own mama you understand and the fact that he and the fact that he still ended up and married her and brought woman. her ass up into the palace listen who no okay I don't know <laughs> Harry Harry that's why I feel like I I gravitate to Harry because um mm-hmm. he's so much like his mom He's so much like his mom. Mm. And I I feel her spirit in him. You know, mm-hmm. with well, the other one, William, nah, man, that's a, that's a dub. Because he's already lost in that system. You know, yeah. I think Harry knew. They,
0: the system got him.
1: Yeah, sure. they got him. They got him and they held on tight and he's followed suit. Um, and it's so, Harry, mm-hmm. I think he kind of knew, like, there's no real chance of me ever being king. You know, yeah. So I'm gonna have my fun. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I wanna do. I'm gonna bring the first black woman up in here with dreadlocks. I'm gonna bring her up in here. I'm <clears> gonna have babies and also I'm gonna do whatever the hell I wanna do. Um, and that was very much like Princess Diana. She, regardless of the monarchy, she still did went against all of the rules. So uh, you know, uh with Princess Diana dying. My question to you is, how do you really think it will affect Canada?
0: Um, with Queen Elizabeth dying.
1: Yes. Am I saying Victoria? <laughs> no. You this time you said princess. He said princess. Oh, it's okay. It's late. Queen? It's late. We were. Listen, it's late <laughs> at night while we're recording. Okay, people, it's I had late. a long damn day. Nobody come for my neck. I'm talking about Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> will it affect Canada? I don't think it will affect
0: Canada. To be honest, I don't. I really don't. I think Canada with military. Nope. i think it will have actually no effect on canada at all because canada is one of the few countries that i think don't mind the the symbolic relationship they, the, they they don't really have that much influence like there's a relationship there and obviously we're allies but like um the relationship we have with them is merely is is more symbolic i, I don't think there is going to be any uh, effect on our economy
1: no on our, our
0: politics economy. Or or even like, you know, there's some rumblings about like say a country like Australia, they're gonna try and sever their ties with the Commonwealth. Um Well now's the time. I don't think Canada I don't think Canada would do it. Like I know there are some other countries who might make that play with again they're vulnerable and nobody respects King Charles. Um, so those things might happen, but I don't think Canada falls in that bucket, to be honest.
1: Well, I've always seen that Canada relies heavily on the military of Britain. We don't have a strong military system here. We don't. Mm-hmm. And so the only way I could see it ever affecting us, and I say affecting because, yeah, we still have King Charles, but like I said, King Charles is out to lunch. He's not here <laughs> in the building, okay? So, I, you know, Queen Elizabeth, You know, we could we could run to her and say, hey, we need some military over here quick, fast and in a hurry. And she would set speed. But I don't know. I think that's the only way that we kind of would be affected because we do we would definitely call on them if ever, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe that's a thought that Canada now that this has happened, maybe we need to realize that we need to step up our military uh, you know, our defense team here in Canada uh, because I think we were relying too heavily on on Britain. I think we were. And so um, that might be something that we could possibly later down the road. But again, I hope that both William and Harry talk some sense, whisper something to their dad, um, you know, maybe <laughs> cut a few of those cords from behind his back because he's a puppet. Um He's always been a puppet. And I think he, when he had that affair, he, he realized that people aren't going to take to heart what I'm saying anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but all is said with that. We are going to wrap up the show with good thoughts. And that thought would be that, you know, uh, Queen Elizabeth, you are at rest. You are at peace. And uh, Godspeed in terms of the rest of the world, just leave, the woman has died. Let her just be dead right now. Stop stomping Mm. on her grave, respect (laughs) the dead. Like, come on, wouldn't you want that for yourself? I'm sure you have people out here that don't like you. Would you want them stomping on your grave? Will you pass? I don't think so. So have a little humanity out here, people. Um, But with all of that said, We hope that your hearts and your minds were activated on this week's show. So whether you do lead with your heart or your mind, please stay thoughtful and passionate. Deuces! Bye!